Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the DBC Show. Coming up, we're going to talk about what we think things are going to look like for DBC in 2021. Hello, everyone, and welcome coming to you from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined this week in the studio by my good friends, Mr. Sean Falk. Hi. Our producer, Mr. Corey Fiascanaro. Welcome home. Via Skype from DVCRentalStore.com, Carrie McPherson. Hi, everybody. From DVCResaleMarket.com, Miss Marissa Valentin. Thanks for having me. And uh, from disboards.com, webmaster doc, Rob Lindsay. Hello, everyone. There we go. There's Rob. And uh, senior editor for dvcfan.com and all around good guy, Mr. Paul Krieger. Hey, everyone. Hope you're doing well. There we go. Um, I got everybody right. I didn't forget you this time, Fiasco. Nope. Didn't I, forget I, me. I didn't forget you. Got okay. their welcome home on time. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, welcome, folks. Hope your week is off to a good start. I thought this week um, a good topic, since we're in the beginning of the year, would be to talk about what we see as, you know, what does 2021 look like uh, for DVC? Obviously, you know, if we'd had, I we, and we even may have had this discussion in 2020. If we did, we were wrong. Yeah. Um, because nobody could have seen that coming. Um, but given the illness, because we don't say the C word, um, and that's because YouTube gets really weird when you say the C word. So we don't. Um, but, uh, why? <laughs> I know. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Not that C word, the other C word, <laughs> the illness C word. Um, cause Sean's over there giggling like, <laughs> like an eighth grader. Um, so, uh, and now I'm now, now my head's there. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so obviously DVC took a huge hit last year in 2020. Um, in terms of the resorts being shut down and, uh, you know, the, 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 the cluster, the dumpster fire is probably the better term for me to use, um, with points and how points were being allocated and the restrictions on borrowing and all this stuff. So, and I realize we are reading tea leaves here and none of us know for sure what 2021 obviously is going to look like. But I'm going to start with Paul. Paul, what what do you think this year is going to look like? I think we're going to have some more Terry Schultz. Uh, <laughs> as, as much as we've tried. But uh, no, overall, I really think that 2021, um, I hope that it becomes a year of sort of DVC reinventing itself. We saw some of this near the end of, of 2020 with how they're doing tours now uh, and also with some of the incentives and things that they're throwing out there. But I think that they're trying to feel out what this new world we live in is like. And I think that we're going to see a lot more of the uh, uh, of them maybe trying to be creative with the types of deals we see for Disney Vacation Club uh, purchases. Maybe uh, my hope is that we see some changes in terms of member benefits because we're still in that limbo right now where we we are 
we have no member benefits really to speak of that have been reback that have been added back. And I think that they really just can't do that right now. So I would like to see them get more creative with what they are offering in terms of membership benefits. Maybe things that even if you are not at Walt Disney World, you can take advantage of stuff like Shop Disney. Um, just try to explore other avenues of giving members um, some benefits. Because even as we get into 2021, we're still going to have a large portion of membership that are not going to be able to use their points. You've got to remember all those international people out there, they are going to be in limbo for who knows how long with using their points and being able to travel to Walt Disney World. So I hope that they're thinking about these these things. I hope that they have been thinking about these things and that we get some answers to some of these questions as we embark on this new year. Well, you know, one of the things that surprised me, and I think Marissa, you can talk to this uh, from the DVC resale market side of things. Um, uh, 2020 didn't stop people from buying contracts, did it? No, so that was kind of the crazy thing. I remember when in March, the day we found out Disney World closed, I remember just kind of sitting on my back patio going, okay, what do we've got planned? And I got on the phone with Nick and we talked about it a little bit. And we said, okay, realistically, what does this look like? Well, realistically, we'll probably see sales overall drop about 5 to 10% and maybe prices along with it. And for some people who did take advantage of the market right then, they did get some great opportunity to get some great prices. And obviously Disney wasn't buying back and right at first refusal for a good few months during that time frame. So people took advantage, but I think that almost kind of did this whole like avalanche effect where people go, Hey, you know what? If we're going to go anywhere, we're going to go to Disney. And I know so for some of our international guests, that's tougher, but a lot of our U.S. guests go, you know, we know that it's safe. We know that it's clean. Like we had talked about before, they've got great rooms where we can kind of keep to ourselves if we need to make our own meals, wash our own clothes. So we saw this really kind of crazy surge of demand for DVC because I think people said, if we're going to go, this is the smartest way to do it. We have our money saved from maybe not going on the last one or two mm. Disney vacations that... We've always wanted to go. And Carrie and I probably saw this so much on tour when we worked for Disney directly. We'd meet guests who were on vacation and they go, you know what? We'd love to buy DVC, but we just spent all of our cash to be here. We'll come back to you next year. And they don't. They go back on that next vacation. So this gave the opportunity for the kind of woulda, shoulda, coulda club people to go. We've got the cash. Wow. Let's do it. And the demand is skyrocketed. So amazingly enough, year over year, we actually had higher sales in 2020 than we did in 2020 or excuse me, 2019, which is pretty incredible. And I think just speaks to the value of Disney Vacation Club. Yeah, I, you know, I uh, hadn't thought about it from that perspective that, you know, with people not spending money on their normal yearly Disney vacation, they were taking that and putting it towards uh, towards DVC. Um, and I, I, you know, I, Paul was talking about direct benefits uh, uh, a little while ago. Uh, and the benefits you get when you purchase directly and you get the blue card <laughs> that we, you'll hear us talk about. And I, I'll, I'm not going to speak for anybody else. You know, was I disappointed that we didn't have any of the moonlight magic where, you know, DVC rents out the park and you have a three, four hour party basically in one of the theme parks? Yeah. Yeah. 
I've been to a couple of them. They're really good. They're wonderful. Uh, is it like a deal breaker for me? No, no, it's not. It's not. Um, I think having, uh, I think having the discounts on shop Disney, the, 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 the extended discounts on shop Disney was a good idea. And I hope you're right, Paul. I hope they are pivoting somewhat as a result, like every other business in the world has had to do, uh, mine included in the last, the last year. Um, but I'll, 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 I'll tell you, I, I don't, I don't know how much faith I have in their management to do that effectively. Um, because if they really starting to pivot at the end of the year or now, it's a little late. It's a little late. Um, but I don't know of anybody that is saying, you know, no moonlight magic. I don't want to be part of DVC. It's a nice to have. What I'm afraid of is that DVC is going to realize that. Yeah. And they're going to say, well, we don't need to spend that money. <laughs> we don't need to spend that money. Uh, that's like given the current management, I think that's probably where they're, they're going to go. Um, they've lost money. Disney has lost money. They're going to look to recoup that money. They have to. They're a publicly traded company. They have no choice. They're going to have to look to recoup that money. So I don't know. Even once we are on the other side of the illness, um, I don't know that we're going to see some of those direct benefits come back. Um, what about you, Rob? What do you think? I agree with what's been said so far that the, uh, things like Moon, Moonlight Magic, those programs have come and gone for years now. Uh, we always had a great, uh, DVC always had a great Christmas party each year at, at Epcot. Uh, that, that, sadly, that wasn't, hasn't happened for a little while now. Be, uh, part of it's because the, uh, the Skyliner station is there now, but uh, that was a great program. But unless you happen to be there during that time, if your trip usually was at spring break time or in the summer, you missed out on that anyway. Moonlight Magic was the same kind of a thing. Not all members could participate in those things because they didn't announce them far enough that you could plan your trip around those activities. So I don't, I don't think that that's a deal breaker for anybody. Um, I think we're going to, start seeing travel increase to DVC resorts uh, as the news reports, the media starts getting a little kinder to what's going on. We get more vaccinations in place. Uh, and then the travel is going to follow as those that uptick in, in good reports uh, happens. Uh, I think uh, social media, uh, Disboards, DVC fan, DVC uh, fan, Facebook, are all key in that kind of getting that word out. Word of mouth advertising is what Disney needs. So, yeah, they they can put on their their clever, uh, <coughs> not BBC, but Disney can put their clever TV advertising on. Very, you know, the, the nice uh, videos of children watching the spaceship take off and so forth. But uh, it's going to have to be a grassroots effort, I think, by by the fan sites that are out there. I think that's going to be a key component of it. Well, I, you know, to that point, I think um, it certainly was last year a key component because even, you know, 
you can't go on to or any Disney group, any Disney social media group without seeing the question, you know, those who went recently, what was it like? And getting the reports back. Um, and it's generally positive. I mean, Disney has, I, where the parks are concerned and the resorts are concerned, I have nothing to criticize them on uh, in terms of how they've handled the reopening, um, how they've handled an absolutely unbelievable, you know, unexpected situation. Um, but um, I'm curious, uh, Carrie, from uh, DVCRentalStore.com side of things, um, what do you think? Like, are you seeing anything, any indications of where things are going? Or what do you think 2021 is going to look like from that angle? Yeah, it's all such great points that everybody brings up as far as what DVC will be doing in 2021. Um, from a DVC rental store um, sort of viewpoint, we took the um, avenue of sort of, you said we listened. So we heard from our guests um, you know, very um, passionately about certain things that they did like that, that we were doing and certain things that we didn't, that they didn't like that we were doing. And so we are, you know, trying to be a better service to, to the DVC rental guest and to the DVC member who's renting their points with us as well. So we have a new website coming out, um, launching soon. It's very easy to navigate. It's got a lot of Disney sparkle to it. Um, you can check availability right there. There's no deposit required. And so those are some of the steps that we're trying to take from DVC rental store to sort of um, invite more people to come and have an easier way to navigate a path to renting points or renting out their points as well. Um, you know, the, the, the long term of DVC and what that will look like um, you know, who knows what this year is going to, is going to look like. I know for the guests that rent our points, you know, from DVC rental store, they're getting such an incredible value to just escape for a week, a weekend. If they're local, just a night away, just something. I think we're going to see a resurgence in that family time of, you know, yes, we're all sticking together as a family, but we need a different environment. We need a different backdrop to where we play our games or to where we, you know, take our pictures and whatnot. So I think we'll see a resurgence in that. Um, and to Marissa's point, we're seeing that, you know, with people wanting to travel more. Um, so with DVC rental store, I mean, it's, you know, we, we, we take, we're taking that path of sort of, like I said, that you said we listened and really revamping a lot of things, um, you know, with cancellation policies, we've now embedded cancellation into every reservation so that there's a protection in there for all of our members and guests as well. So that, you know, once we're through, we're now through the 2020, 2021, we hopefully will not have this type of situation again. But if we do, we're all sort of feeling a little bit more comfortable and covered. Well, it's nice to have that, you know, right now it's nice, especially after the experience everybody just had, it's really, really nice to have that insurance policy, literally. Yeah, underneath. absolutely. Sean, what about you? What do you think 2021 looks like for DVC? I got to be honest. I'm probably the least informed person here to like make a guess at what would happen. Um, just cause I've been out of the DVC circle for a bit. Um, but uh, you know, 
you don't, you just don't know what's going to happen. Well, let me let me just interject this. Okay. In the live stream that I did with Nick uh, the other day, um, well, by the time this goes up, it was a few weeks ago. But um, one of the things that just kind of came out uh, during the discussion was there seems to be a parallel between the strength of the real estate market here in Orlando uh, and the strength of the TBC market, the DBC resale market. Um, because Nick was very surprised at, you know, how well sales were doing, um, in 2020. And I know you and I have probably, I don't think we have a conversation that we don't say we're amazed how strong the real estate market is, um, in town. And I, you know, from everything I'm seeing, that's not going to slow down. I mean, and certainly if, the last few days or any indication it's right. not going to slow down. Exactly. So, I mean, there is, I think there is a, a, a connection there. Uh, I'm not sure where it is, mm-hmm. but um, because, you know, just a reminder to everybody that um, purchasing a timeshare is a real estate transaction. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, so I, I, I was surprised by that. I was surprised by, the stability of not just the stability of the resale market itself in 2020, <laughs> um, but the stability of the pricing um, really mm-hmm. in, in the market. Well, we'll just, we'll, we'll say then that um, Disney is very good about protecting guests. So were something even worse to happen in 2020? God forbid. Don't like, let's us. say there was some type of zombie apocalypse. Disney would uh, <laughs> Disney would probably spend their money to create some sort of safety bubble around Disney World, <laughs> and uh, people who are DVC members would be you know picked up at the airport in some kind of Mad Max style vehicle and <laughs> driven to the resorts, and they would be provided wow, like that's one a- machete per family to protect <laughs> themselves. So, you heard it here first. So <laughs> that's the perk of being a DVC member in 2021. Really so bye now. Uh, so that's my best guess. Um, no, but actually, I would say I, I thought of a couple of cool things they could do. Um, one would be like content that's really easy for them to create. So um, everybody's asking, speaking of real estate, everyone always asks about Golden Oak. Um, I think giving DVC members um, some kind of footage or a look into golden oak uh as what it looks like and all that there's this big mystery shrouding like exactly like you know the details of it and everything i think that's a cool video disney could shoot and film themselves and provide um as a just a little fun video for um for dvc members um i think if they gave dvc members like a first look at cruise line what they're actually implementing as far as as far as safety features oh, i'd or, like i'd love to hear cruise line say anything at all right like it would be cool if they did something like that um or anything with adventures by disney stuff because they're all under that same disney travel umbrella anyway as far as that part of the company um that might be a good thing just to keep give people some kind of perk <laughs> um i'll go real out on a limb here because i'll never do this but um it would be neat if they would allow um a very uh, reduced or lucrative rate for people, you know, whether you bought direct, resell, whatever, to use DVC points to take a one of the experimental cruises that they've talked about, where they've asked people to sign up 
and we're you're picking from a pool of people. If they did that with DDC specifically, they could get people to drain a lot of their points and they would not have this built up problem of points that they're going to have. And I think they'd get a lot of people who would be willing to do it. Like they would definitely do it. And it's under the same umbrella. So, but generally think that 2021 we'll see, um, you know, to, to what uh, Paul was saying, mm. uh, a creative reinvention of, uh, perks and benefits to DVC members. They'll have to. And I mean, they'll, they'll try to figure out, I mean, Moonlight Magic's got to be very expensive. Obviously, I'm sure they're getting at it more like a wholesale rate than they are at, you know, what, what we pay, like when the Diz does an event or something, but um, it still is very expensive. So they're, I'm sure they're going to be looking to still give some perks, but make things a little easier. I mean, if they can give you exclusive content into videos and stuff they're already doing, that's a way cheaper option than renting a park out for a certain amount of time. So I think Sean they hit, might do that kind of stuff. Sean, you hit the nail on the head though, with that last comment that you made about, um, points and, and ways to use points, because that is the struggle that we head into 2021, 2021 with is that all these people have these points that they could not use in 2020. Um, they are banked. Um, some people still can't travel, so they're going to have the same issue in 2021. And the only thing that Disney Vacation Club has done to really alleviate the stress on the system is to put in place that 50% uh, borrowing now, we still don't have an answer as to how long that is going to stay around for. I expect it to stay around for a while, but I don't think that alone is going to fully alleviate the problem that we have mm -hmm. um, with so many points in this bucket right now and so few rooms to utilize. So I, I think, as you said, we hopefully they come out with some other creative ways to maybe use the points um, to maybe take that stress and get us back to a nor normal equilibrium, so to say, with, with the point usage. Look, I'm, I'm really not trying to pivot to a sales pitch here, but the truth of the matter is I do not believe the current slate of management at DVC has the creativity necessary to do that. And I think, honestly, for folks who are up against that, I have these points I don't know what to do with them. Rent them out. Rent them out. And then you have money that you can choose a lot of different things to do with your points. I don't, I'll be, I would be very, very, very surprised, Paul, honestly, um, if DBC management as it exists right now really came up with creative solutions to this problem. Uh, because I haven't seen indications that they will. So Well, and what's interesting is the way that a lot of times they're getting the funding to do things like Moonlight Magic or some of the perks that they do is they're taking advantage of people doing exchanges with their points. So whether you're exchanging to Disney Cruise Line or RCI or the breakage where they're able to take those unused points and then rent them. That's why some people go, hey, I'm a DVC member. Everything's booked. But when I go online, I see that I can book a one bedroom but pay cash for it. They take that cash and then they use that a lot of times for their perks and the different member events that they do. Well, because this year had so much closure where they weren't doing those cash bookings, I think a lot of that, they don't even have the funds coming in. So I think it'll be interesting to see, especially over the next couple of years, it might be kind of like a rolling start to get that going again until mm. they start seeing that funding come in. That's a really good point. 
that's a really, really good point. You're right. They don't have the, you know, and I, I, I don't know. Have you guys heard what, like, how direct sales are faring right now? They've actually, so they, they did very well. So they kind of were obviously since we worked there, we have a lot of close friends that are still working there. So they've all transitioned to working from home. They do some Riviera meet and greets while they're there, but the team, I mean, it might be two people there a day where pretty much 90% of their team is working from home. The good news is when they launched, they were hitting well above their targeted goals, still very low for a target overall for DVC. But I think Nick even kind of referenced this in his live show with you is I think sales is making that decision is do we go like guns a blazing and go record sales or do we go kind of boutique and focus on those minimums that we can make the most profit on and i think that's kind of where they've gone with the work from home less people right there paying people to book tours and meet and greets so i think they've gone that route which it has been successful they've hit above their goals which their goals are very low and then november they had a pretty low month uh december has kind of averaged back out but it hasn't been compared to what we are seeing on the resale side we haven't seen that peak up in direct sales and I think that that boutique idea is also being seen through how they're doing tours now. I mean, basically every DVC property, you can go into a villa there. And then they're not just looking to sell and push Riviera or push Alani, their current their current resorts. They're, they will sell you points if they have them at these other at these other properties. And they're looking to make some major money there. I mean, we just posted an article recently. They're, they're raising prices, sold out prices at a couple of these uh, resorts uh, come Valentine's Day, February 14th. That's a wonderful Valentine's Day present. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but but they're looking at how do we creatively make money um, and maybe not, like you said, the volume uh, of the of the sales, but but still bring in a decent amount. Well, that is a, such a good point because I used to do a lot of like the member presentations on the cruises and different events. And per compliance, legally, when we worked for Disney, we weren't allowed to mention any sold out resorts. We could only mention live inventory. Well, ironically, now if you look at their website, they actually have calculators for sold out inventory. They've been sending emails. If you remember, you've probably got the email that says, hey, you want to add on somewhere besides Riviera? And they've actually named out some of the sold out resorts, which is a total 180 from what Disney normally focuses on. Hmm. Very interesting. Fiasco, what about you? So I feel like we're going to continue to see, or we're going to see, and then we're going to see something new, two different things. Uh, So if you haven't been following, availability has been wide open. I feel like that's going to continue into 2021, at least for like the first half of 2021. That's a good point. Wide open availability. Uh, The second thing that I've been talking about and keeping an eye on and letting people know as it it evolves is uh, the sense of spas. Um, The original word that I heard when I when I phoned DVC was that, um, you know, check back in July, then the check back in September, then the check back in October. Census is still not open. I feel like it will open soon. Maybe like I'd say maybe March or April timeframe if I had to place a bet. Um, And then also keep an eye out and always remember to say, hey, I'm a DVC member because they do do really competitive discounts when they're trying to get people in the door at Census. So uh, I'm going to continue to keep an eye out for that, but I would assume sooner rather than later, we'll hear I, something. I think, I think that's wishful thinking on a spa. I really do. Um, I think until we are well on the other side uh, of this, unless they're going to be giving you massages with gloves on, 
Yeah. Um, I think that was so. Now, now. All the other. Like you're doing the, like, what? Massage like you're doing the dishes? I mean. So all the other spas besides uh, the Disney resort spas have opened already. Well, not all. I can't say all. But all the other spas that I've checked in the greater Central Florida area have opened, and I've checked about four or five of them. Um, uh, Disney's the only one holding out. I'll tell you what. No, no. I, I haven't done a DVC show in ten months, and I forgot that Fiasco was so into spas <laughs> until it just came up. Like, and so like I, I literally didn't even cross my mind. I've never even. The only time, because because uh, as this airs, I will have just come back from Milani. That spa is closed, and I'm not pleased about it because that's my favorite spa on earth. Yes, because uh, it's the best one, FYI, if you ever go and it's open. But um, I forgot till he just said it. I was like, oh yeah, spa. So <laughs> like, Fiasco's really in the spa. Yeah. I forgot. So. <laughs> yeah, well, welcome, welcome back. Yeah, um, it's my thing. Yep, yeah, it's his thing. It's his thing. I thought maybe I, I really thought he was going to say that uh, DVC was going to convert All Star into a dvc resort you know what i um, don't think that's a bad business idea either oh they'll be insane for them they make so much money off the all-stars are you kidding those are the most popular resorts turn on disney property turn one of the buildings in each of the three all-star resorts into a dvc property there you go okay now you really have fallen and hit hit your head so um i think uh personally i think what we're going to see in 2021 um is more of the, uh, I think we're going to have more challenges when it comes to people's points, as Paul was talking about, um, regarding uh, the, the borrowing restrictions, points that people had to uh, bank last year that they're going to have to do something with this year. I think it's going to be a zoo. <laughs> and I hope. I hope that they are prepared for that and have ideas of how to mitigate it. But I think the rental market is going to do incredibly well this year. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to do incredibly well because I don't think that DVC is going to, they didn't respond quickly at all or communicate clearly last year in the first three four months of the illness um and so i think i honestly i think that's where a lot of people are going to end up a lot of members are going to end up going with their points if they're not if they're not able to travel it's Um, such a great point pete um from dvc rental store you know coming from a place of help to those members who might be saying gosh, you know, we can't travel, we have pre-existing conditions, or I'm in the medical field, I can't get away. So what do I do with this, you know, abundance of points that I have? So DVC Rental Store actually pays the most for points, price per point for the member. So we pay $16 uh, per point for the member in a premium season within that seven to 11 month window. Um, So we pay the most out there in the market. Um, so something great to consider, you know, for those members saying, gosh, I do have all of these points. We are not going to be able to travel. Um, what do I do with them? Why not make some money off yeah, of them? I, and I, then as, yeah. And then as guests, you know, on the other side of that, I think I mentioned it before that, you know, some, some reservations are as low as $10 a point. So you could really have such a nice Disney getaway. 
you know, stimulus check money, right. tax refund money or whatnot, you know, come and spend a couple, couple nights here at Disney and renting some points and then kind of do that try before you buy as well. So dvcrentalstore.com is a great place to go. If you are kind of thinking, gosh, you know, I've, I've never looked into that. How do I do that? How do I even, you know, kind of step foot into that new, that new pond of renting my points out? It might be a great option for people. Yeah, I think that's probably going to be what what happens. It depends. We'll see. We'll see what DVC comes out with. Um, if they come out with something creative as a way to handle some of that, um, uh, but you know, we'll find out. We'll find out. All right, folks, that is going to do it for our show for this week. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you again next Monday with another edition of the DVC Show.